We're holding in the Nefesh HaChaim, Shadarit Perch where he's talking about the, the Tsar, the evil, the bad which comes from a person who reads the Torah. And he says, in the middle of the parakh, if a person formerly had been learning Torah, and now he leaves the Torah, that weakens the Kayach of the Thamani Shamano, and as a result of that, the Seder, the setup of all the different worlds, and what he calls the Merkava, all get mixed up, all get ruined. And the side of the evil, we call the Sitra Acher, gets stronger. That weakens and darkens the Kayach of the Kedusha that there is, which he calls Shkinos Uzayin Amunus Yisrael. When we learn Torah properly, the Shekhin is with us, and when we not learn Torah properly, then we're ruining, we're darkening that the, 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 so to speak, the art that the Shekhin is meant to give us. So the Nefesh Chaim has pointed out three different things which come about when Klai shall stop learning Torah as they meant to. The first one is it weakens the Kayach of the Famalia Shalmado. That's very Sandok Shin's explanation of what is the Famalia Shalmado. What it's referring to. The second point is that it mixes up and ruins what he calls the Sidre Ha'ilamos. And the third point he brings is that it, so to speak, is weakens the Kayach of the Shrin. So, where do you get these three things from? What do they mean? So, first, let's see the source. He brings us there. Kosh Kamash Kosh Bazar, Pashas Truma. Pashas Rabbi Chiyav Omar. Ez Lassus Lashem, Everet Arasach. Every time that the Torah is coming in the world, people learning Torah. At a time when Klai Yisrael um, bottle from the Indian Torah, Kebiyachal Tashash Chayla, then the Torah, the power gets weaker. Because then, and that's what becomes the Ace Lassus Lashem, is the time to do for Hashem, who is that referring to? In the Bnei Alma Tadikah Dishtar, and those the remaining Tadikim that they're being spoken to, that there's a time for them to do for Hashem. And Yeslan the Chag Rechards have to guard themselves, strengthen themselves, and the Mevad have done the caution to do things which are correct. Again, the Kuchabricha is takifu b'tadikai, because Hakadosh Baruch Hu will fortify himself for those people who sold tadikim. My time will begin the Feretah because there was a time when the other people were being made for the Torah, and the Mishtadi b'bnei Amuk the Koyos, and the people weren't doing Torah they meant to do. So then the Chachamim, the Tani Chachamim, are meant to invest more in the Torah. At a time when Tani is learning Torah, that time is Mahem Nusa, Mistakna B'Tikuna. The Shechina is called the Mahem Nusa, is Metukah, and is established as it's meant to be. And it's, it's supposed to be decorated with the Shlemus that it's meant to have through the Torah that Tani is learning.
It's not in its full, full in its complete sense and doesn't give the same light. Or the last of is the time to do for Hashem because it's tabernacle Hashem because the Shrina is left without its perfection and his entire because of her terasecha. Again, despite the Shrina, the Tata may be scummy. Therefore, we're clashing here on battle from the Retaria. He says, Begin the whole Ace Haki Kaima, I Salcho, I Nach to begin the Shrina. The Shrina comes down or goes up based on Fleshman. So, really, the three things Nefesh Achaim said. He found it. He found in the Zayah. The first point is that it says we're clashing on the entire Tasha Shchele, the Kayach of what he calls Marshal Malikatsuika. The second thing is he says that when clashing on the entire, so then the Memnus of the Shchina is not mitzukah as it's meant to be and doesn't mayor, doesn't provide light as it's meant to do. So we've seen the ideas that Nefesh Achaim brought, the source to the Zayah. There is an explanation. In what way does Al-Nakh of the Torah affect the Shekhinah? What does it mean that Famayad Shemar and Hazak are getting weakened? And what's the connection to the fact that Kaishal, like we said, are learning that from the In other words, you talk about, let's say, Kaishal doing a virus and needing to be punished. Uh, but we're talking about a lack of doing something positive. So we spoke about in the previous year, the fact that it makes a difference to the balance of the world, and that would affect the world. What you're asking now is how does it affect the spiritual koichas, the familia shlamala, the shechina, the sidre ha'ilamas, the order of the world that the Yavashachem spoke about earlier, how they all affect it, how does it influence it? So let's start by asking a question on the Zara that he mentioned. And then it's a question on the Pasuk that the Zara brought. It's hard to understand. It's a time to do for Hashem because they annulled the Torah. And the way he explains it is it's a time when there are people who are not learning Torah, there were those factors which brought, so to speak, the Torah being uh, annulled or the Torah being lessened because there's a lack of Torah in the world. So then it becomes. Uh, the responsibility of the people are in Torah to learn more. Now, what are we going to call that? The Chara we were we could have said it's an ace little more Torah for the Torah Torah Sechah. But it's a time it's a time when we meant to learn more Torah because so many people are not learning Torah. Why is that called an ace last ace Hashem? It's a time to do for Hashem. It's a little to be that what's missing with the people who stop learning Torah is the amount of Torah. So if we can combat that by adding more Torah, so then if that's the case, we've added Torah in the world, we've added Torah in the world, and now the world should have the Torah need. What's the idea of Lanzis Lashem? We say when a person, what you need to do is do for Hashem. Now, we're not just talking about every mitzvah, where every mitzvah has a certain element of, uh, we're doing it because Hashem commanded us to do it. That would be it. We don't normally talk about doing things for Hashem, but things are because of Hashem. Over here, it's for Hashem, it's Hashem in some way that's benefiting Hashem, so to speak, what we're doing. 
because when there's a fair terasechus, now we have to benefit Hashem. It's a strange thing to understand. So the idea is like this. That's what the Zohar says. And that is that the Shekhinah which rests in this world is because of the amount of Torah that it. What does that mean? What's the Shekhinah referring to? So we know that the principle We know the principle is that when there's a, a book, the concept of the Shekhinah first is how much HaKadosh Baruch can reveal itself in this world. That revelation of the Kaya HaKadosh in this world is what we call the Shekhinah. Now, in order for Hashem to reveal himself in this world, it's not because there isn't, there's not fear, so to speak. Except, in order to be revealed, the people are able to see. The fact that it's here and beyond our, our ability to perceive, is as the name is saying, for our, from our perspective, it's not here. So, what you know, we're talking about, we're talking about Kedoshkin in the world. This is an important point. Isn't that the Shekhinah is here or isn't here? It's that the Shekhinah is revealed here. Now, just like when we're talking about the Navi, for example, the Navi is able to see Ruchnistika things. So, what's necessary for that is that the Navi is on a spiritual level that that Ruchnist thing is visible to. Which means there could be Menachim around us, even now as we speak. And we would have no knowledge of them and we wouldn't have no connection to them because we aren't on the level to see them. So it's not that Malachim has to come. It could be the Amalachim. to protect us. Except we're completely unaware of them. We don't relate to them, we don't see them, we don't know about them. Why? Because we're so deeply rooted in physicality that the ability to be able to see things which are spiritual and uh, transcend the physical dimension of sight are beyond us. And it's only the person who's worked on himself and gotten to the level and the stage where they're now able to connect to a more Rukhni world. Like we saw, the, we call the Aspachlaria, which means the lens through which a person sees Rukhnis, is a bit clearer and therefore not so clear by Gashmias, and therefore they're able to understand things in the Rukhni sense as well. Then, it starts, seeing, it starts being aware of the spiritual, so to speak, elements which are hidden from the physical eye. And the idea of Gilish is the same. Of course, the Kaddish Prophet is present in the world. Except, normally, people have no, can't see that. They can't relate to that. Because people are too far away from us. They're too connected to Gashmias. And when you're talking about the Muslim the world as a whole, and the world as a whole is too deeply embedded in either, either in Gashmias or in Averi. And because of that, it can't connect to the Rukhni element, which is the Gilda Yishkhinah, which is here. And it needs a certain level of Kedusha in the world, a certain level of where Kaisha are holding, for that Shkhinah to be misguided, for that Shkhinah to be manifest. We ask Hashem, reveal your covenant to us. It's not like Hashem has to bring it from somewhere else. What it means is that Kaddish Baruch has to bring us to the level where we're able to see it. Now, that's, on that basis, what does more than anything, in order to prepare Israel to be able to connect to the Shekhinah, in order to raise our spiritual levels, we're able to, we're able to behold, so to speak, that, oh, that light. Is that in Torah? The base of Migdash also had that ability, 
the Beis also was a place where the Shechina was revealed through the Avaidah. But somebody when we learn Torah, that brings about a connection to the Shechina as well. And if that's the case, so if it's Ace Lassus Lashem, it's the time to do for Hashem when there's no Torah learning, because when there's no Torah learning, then, then isn't that ability for the Shechina to be revealed? And therefore, the people who are learning Torah, who are doing more to learn Torah at a time like that, last is Hashem. They're the ones who are doing something for Hashem. They're bringing the world to a place where the Shekhinah can be revealed. And that's what the Zara says. He says, why is the Ayat last is Hashem? Because the Mahindusa, what he calls the Shekhinah, isn't betuken and isn't able to shine where people aren't learning time. Which means people aren't able to listen, to see the glory of the Shekhinah, the light of the Shekhinah. And by doing, by learning Torah at a time like that, is La Hashem. It now makes people able to connect to the Shekhinah. Able to see the, so to speak, the, the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is connected to us. That's the first point, which is known from the Zayn. But the second point also. And that's what we call the Famayla Shalmalo. The Famayla Shalmalo means, we spoke about previously, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when he wants to give things from his spiritual, spiritual domain of Shemayim down to this world, I can't go directly from Hashem to the soul. The gap is way too vast. The change in level is way too great. And if that's the case, there needs to be a system in place where, where Hashem wants to send from Shemayim and filter down to this world in increments, in stages, which will bring it down to a level that this world can connect to, that this world can appreciate it. That system, so to speak, of how to diminish the Shefa until it can come down to this world and be utilized in this world is what we call the Fama'inish Al-Mayla. It's a system of channels through which things come from the spiritual world down to our world. Now, what brings the Shefa down to our world, again, is the Shosim shall have primarily the Shosatara. Primarily the Shosatara. And because of that, when there's terror in the world, so then there's an increase in the amount of Shefa which comes down to the world. And if there's chas going to be less Torah in the world, then we are makhish the kayak of the We take away from the, the ability of the system to provide shefa down to this world. Because now that we don't, we can't, so to speak, receive as much as before, due to the fact that we are no longer connected to the Torah. So then we made the amount of the kayak of the to bring shefa down to this world gets weakened. Similar to what the Gemara says, similar to what the Gemara says about Kishof, about sorcery. It's called Kishof because it's Makhish, the Kayak of the There it's for a different reason, but the idea is the same. Something which takes away from the Shefa, from the flow of Ruchnis, which is meant to come down to this world, is, is also has that element of, it, it weakens, so to speak, the system which is meant to bring Shefa down to us. That's the that's the second evil in Ruchni's terms, which comes about through the fact we're not learning Torah. That's Makhash of Malashlamala. And this level also is as Lasis Lashem. It's because since Hashem wants to bring Shepherd down to this world. And he's provided the system to do that. And it's up to us, so to speak, to draw it down. So then when a person will refer to Rasekha and therefore in, in, at that stage of the very Terezechah, the world isn't dry. 
the world isn't deserving of the Shefa. And we're able to nevertheless uh, to increase Torah, to allow the Shefa to come back down here, we're doing for Hashem. That's the favorite Torah, that last is Hashem. That's the first one I want to speak about. But now there's another question to ask. And that is, who's the Apostle talking to? When it says it's a time to do to Hashem because they were made for your Torah. So are we talking to the people who were made for the Torah? No. We're talking, when you talk about them, we're talking to the third person. They were made for your Torah. So then who's the Apostle addressing? Or who are we saying, for, for who are we saying that it's a time to do for Hashem? At Mass, we're talking to the Tadikim. We're talking to the people who are still learning Torah. And we're telling them it's a time to do for Hashem because the others, the Rishayim, were made for your Torah. And if that's the case, then you have a big question. Because if that's the case, then we're talking to the people who aren't being made for the Torah. The people aren't being made for the Torah. And for those people who are not being made for the Torah, what are we asking them to do which they haven't already done? What are we, what, what's the expectation that you want more from them? The obligation to the Torah is Zeman Valayla, like we know. And if you're talking about people who are doing what they're meant to do, so then those are the people learning Torah Yom and Valayla. So what more can we expect of them? And we say it's now, so to speak, incumbent on you to do extra because the other people who are making Torah. I can add more hours to the day. What, what's expected from you? So what's the answer? What's the principle? Can you say this like this? The, the Mishnah tells us about Abraham Avinu. And the Mishnah says about Abraham Avinu that there were ten dairies from Adam to Nech. Ten generations from Adam to Nech. And, why they ten, why, and what happened to those ten generations? That they were all Machisim of Baim Lefondah. They all angered Hashem. And Ad, Shabbat Avram, Menachat Karakonah. Until Abraham came and took reward for one of them. Now, how does one person take reward for everybody? What does it mean? So there is a similar idea in the Gemara Tanhedrin. The Gemara Tanhedrin says, the Gemara Tanhedrin says that uh, every person has a chalik, was born with a potential chalik in Gan and a potential chalik in Gehenna. And the Gemara says that if a person is a tzaddik, and the other person is a rasha. So the tzaddik is not al-chilkai, the chilek haverei b'ganeidin. The tzaddik is his chilek and the chilek of his friend the ganeidin. The rasha gets his chilek and the chilek of his friend the gehenna. So the idea of getting somebody else's chilek in gehenna or in ganeidin, that we already see, doesn't just apply to Brahmavina, it applies to everybody. But how do you do that? How do you get somebody else's khayla? A person who works and gets their own khayla, we understand that. What are they going to get somebody else's khayla? So, there's two answers to the question. There's a simple answer and there's a deep answer. Let's start with the simple answer first. And the simple answer is that the khayla a person gets, so to speak, in Canadian, is for the good that they did. Now, if a person would be in a situation where there were other people who were also doing the right thing, so then of course, if it becomes a society focused on doing good, 
And then everybody, everybody pushes each other, everyone helps each other develop. So we understand that everybody is going to get a reward. But if it's a society where a person is confronted with Rishon, and it's a society which makes it much harder to be a Tzadik, it makes the effort in opposing the culture and standing against everybody else that much more. And if that's the case, so then the challenge of being a Tzadik is compounded by the fact that the people around you aren't Tzadikim. And because of that, since to become a Tzadik, even against the opposition of my, my, my surroundings, my neighbors, whoever it's going to be, is so strong. So if that's the case, then I, the reward I get for doing the same is that much more. It's doing the same is that much more because it's that much harder for me to do. That's the Eitz Nazis Lashem. When a person does for Hashem, even when others are fair to Rezecho, then the Maestro there's an extra level of of the Maila of what they get, what they do. Also, when a person is a Tzadik against the backdrop of Rishayim, so then it makes a greater Kiddush Hashem too. And therefore, if a person's Tafkid was to create a Kiddush Hashem, and now the fact that he creates a Kiddush Hashem, even now surrounded by Rishayim, so it makes it that much bigger, so for both of these reasons, it's not that a person has to do extra things. It's that a person like the Lashon Azari has to mechazek himself, to work harder to do the same, because it's, in a time of Eferetarasecha, it's more difficult to do that. And a person who does, so he deserves an extra chalik of reward. Now, if you're talking about the person who stood against society, the person who wasn't, uh, so to speak, influenced by the surrounding the surrounding world, the surrounding Matthias, so nobody comes close to Avraham Avinu. He's called Avraham Avinu, the Gemara says, Avraham Ivri. Why is he called Ivri? Because the whole world is Ever Echod, and the whole world is on one side, and he was Ever Ashani. He was on the other side. Well, if that's the case, so then for sure Avraham Avinu gets Chark and Neged the whole generation. Gets Chark and Neged the whole generation, we're done bad. The whole generation of Rishon who opposed him, and Avraham didn't flinch. Avram stayed strong even against such an opposition. So we understand why he deserves the reward of his whole dar. Also, if there was a certain Avodah Hashem that that dar had to do, so then we understand Avram Avinu. He was the one who did everything that dar was expected from that dar. And that's why he gets the reward of the dar. But the question is, how do you get the reward of previous dars? It's already an amazing thing to get the reward of a whole dar. But how do you get a reward for a different dar? A dar which lived and died long before Ramavino came on the scene. So we said there's a second way to understand it. Also, that's what we're going to talk about now. There's a second understanding here too. And that is that we know that we spoke about previously. The amount of Rishayim that are in the world it has the effect of making this world more distant from Rukhnis. It has the effect of making this world more deeply embedded in, so to speak, in Gashmis. And therefore it makes has the effect of the Shekhinah being more and more distant from this world. In cases like that. So then, we understand why the, the so to speak, compound effect 
of generation after generation of Rishoyim. Drives the idea of the Shekhinah, the connection to the Shekhinah, further and further and further out of the mindset of people, further and further away from their reach. And each star just builds on the tragedy of the door before it. And now if after that we have a Tariq, but a Tariq is able to reconnect to the Shekhinah. Like it says about Ba Avram and he, the Gemara, the sorry, the Midrash says, in Shir Hashirim, is called Achis Lanuktana, which literally means a little sister. And they ask, why is Abraham given, Abraham given the name of a little sister? So they say, because it comes to us, is to, so to speak, to sew together. So this is Abraham Avinu, it was Ma'acheh, that, so to speak, reconnected this world to Hashem. Before Abraham Avinu, the world had separated from Hashem to the extent that he wasn't recognized, he wasn't appreciated, known, served. And Abraham came and reconnected this world to Hashem. That was the mind of Abraham Avinu. Against that backdrop. So we understand that what Abraham Avinu could do was bring the Shekhinah back to this world. It was Lassus Lashem. Lassus Lashem against the Metzius, which was very rochic from Hashem. And like we know the famous Chazal say, that If one person manages to light a candle, however many people are trying to make it dark, the candle can bring light. And it's just a motion, that's what we're using over here to explain the system. That's the, 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 the tzaddik, so to speak. The tzaddik has the ability to counter the influence of the Rishayim. Counter the influence of the Rishayim in a way that uh, can, so to speak, undo the Ra that so many people have done. And that's the Chizuk that we made from the Zayf. If it's a fair to Rasech, even if there are many people in the Torah, and the result is that there's much more Chayshech, but it's Eis Lahas Eis Lashem. It's a time to do for Hashem that even the Meichidim, even fewer people, are able to do for Hashem and are able to bring it back, so to speak, the Shekhinah to this world. Because, of course, the more people learn in Torah, uh, the more Shekhinah there's going to be. But if there's in that situation when there's a lack of Torah, in that situation with the lack of Torah, then the people who are learning Torah, if they work harder to learn Torah, it says they guard themselves, they strengthen themselves to learn Torah, then in a case like that, the Torah has an extra kayak. The Torah has an extra kayak. We spoke about before, there's a concept here, that it's not just a question of amount of learning, but it's a concept of how much the learning has an effect, so to speak. And therefore, the more a person puts into their learning, so then the more uh, the kayak the that the, the learning will have to be last slasher. That's again not just the domain of Avraham Avinu. If today we live in a world where all those people, every single Jew who was born with a chalik available in Ganadin and a chalik available in Gehinnom. So think how many, no, think how many open plots there are in Galadin waiting for somebody to take up. And how do you do that? When a person is doing, so to speak, the the job of learning Torah, even when it's a, in a society which there are a lot of people who don't appreciate its value. And nevertheless, his last is Lashem. I'm going to make up what they're not doing. 
by working harder. I'm going to make up for not doing, by not being intimidated and not being dissuaded from learning by the last people who are not. So then that person is restoring, so to speak, the world to a place which is more able to receive the shkhet. And then he's not the shkhet of every magnetic. He gets the extra level of shkhet. That's the ace nasus nashem. It's a time when people need to do more. When everyone's doing a tzaddik, so then it's fantastic. And it'll be a situation where the shkhet is here. But it's a time when it's a Torah Torah When there's so many people who've abandoned the Torah, so that's the high of everybody else, so to speak, to, to do for Hashem. Like we saw, to do for Hashem means either to uh, allow Hashem, the system to work that Hashem can send Shefa down to this world, which is the first thing we say what Hashem wants. And the second point is that it's an Hashem to be revealed. We're doing for Hashem because through our Torah learning, just like we see by Avraham Avinu, that there was the revelation of, of the Shekhinah in this world came through Avraham Avinu. The Beis HaMikdash, which was a place where we did the Avodah, the, the, the Shekhinah revealed itself in this world too. We see that same thing, every, every place where people learning Torah. So there also, We know it's true. If we're learning Torah, the Shekhinah is here too. But if we're being enough of a level, there should be a certain gili of the Shekhinah. And the Gemara says this about the Yeshivas of Babel, it says the Goyim are hard-hearted because they see the Kfayda Torah twice a year. There's a certain tangible, so to speak, sometimes. Shechina, in a place where there's Torah. And that's for doing for Hashem. Doing for Hashem is bringing the world to a stage which connects to Hashem, which can appreciate Hashem, which can, so to speak, uh, be aware of Hashem's presence here. And that's Nasus Hashem. And that's the reward that the people who are responsible for that, get the reward of a whole door, even as many people who were fair, fair to and losing out on the opportunity to be involved in it as well.